everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled installment of the One Sharp Podcast. It's your main man, Nick, here talking about stuff that's nerdy out in the world that I feel I need to talk about. Now, this podcast right here, I'm going to get into uh, a classic game I actually grew up playing that I felt like I had to talk about because, I mean, I've been talking about other things, but I haven't really been brushing up on some uh, games, so I figure I went with the cl- I go with the classic today. And that one in particular will be Shadow of Destiny. Now, most of you are already thinking or saying, what's Shadow of Destiny? I've never heard of that game. Well, it's a, it's a Konami? Yeah, it's a Konami uh, game that was released in the mid-late 90s. And it's, uh, it's not like a first-person, third-person shooter. It's no hack and slash. It's basically a kind of like a book a mystery book that you're reading and you turn the page to that one part where you either open the door or you go down the hallway it's that type of thing but it's really unique and i really like this game uh the game entails of a young character that wakes up in this town and this town is cut away from society but they have their own society um he then observes the area around him and out of nowhere he gets stabbed in the back now with most games like this it having that happen is just unprecedented great five minutes into the game and i get stabbed what else is uh is gonna happen well you get stabbed you get killed so you wake up to a a voice and this voice happens to be a homunculus I can't make this up, a homunculus. Uh, the, apparently, the guy, once he was stabbed, the homunculus brought him into this other dimension of its making and gave him this device that will help him time travel to certain parts uh, during the game. And uh, once he gets this device, he then has to figure out who's trying to kill him, why is he being killed, and is there something that needs that I that he needs to find in order to solve this mystery? Because as you play the game and progress, you find out and figure. Uh, yes, there's someone trying to stop you. Someone is trying to kill you. But then you figure out basically the history of the town itself. So as you're going along with this device, you figure out how can I stop these myself from being killed is there any means that i can prevent it um it's it has sort of a time base but it's not actually timed itself you have to be certain parts within the town to uh have certain events happen or activate once you do that you just go to the present and see your effect in the past has made any influence now, once you've made certain changes and try and figure out how you can prevent yourself from being killed, you keep going and going. Now, this is where the the game itself gets very unique. You you start off on a baseline path, and then it kind of branches out. It also has different endings. The endings will vary depending on how you play the game. Uh, when I first played it, I got a C ranking on it. Which was basically finding out that the young man that you are, you're actually 
this uh, older gentleman back in the early days of this town and you're trying to find a way to create artificial life if i remember right it was either that or finding a means to time travel um what's once you get at least that far, you then notice that something went wrong, there's an explosion. You find out with this C-ranking, I'm only going to mention the C-ranking because I've gotten all the other ones, uh, that you created that homunculus. And that homunculus is, I don't know honestly if it's there to cause mischief or if it's there to actually help you. But once you get uh, to a certain point so far into the game... It makes itself well known. Now, with the A ranking and the B ranking, they're actually more in depth as into who's causing all these mishaps and everything else. Uh, I won't get into full details with this because if you haven't played the game and you haven't really gotten a chance to actually really get a feel for it, I mean, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you because I really like this game. Now, with the whole thing that you don't. You can't fight back something you can't figure out, you know, uh, in the means, I guess what I'm trying to say, you, you can't defend, you can't truly defend something that is attacking you if you don't know what it is there. I swear I was tripping over that sentence as I was trying to say it. But yeah, I, I overall like the aspect of you get certain items in certain areas of time, and you bring them back. Or you put it in a certain place to where you can gain access to a certain area. And, I mean, it's just really, it's really intriguing. It's a very different baseline type of game. I mean, I, I, I own a copy. I've had it for many years. Of course, one of those many games I grew, I grew up on. Um, actually, now I think about it, I was really into puzzle-based games growing up kind of grown out of them but there are some occasions where i go back into a certain puzzle based game and try and figure it out um other puzzles in certain games like onimusha uh one and two those were pretty good decent those were kind of tough but those those games are for a uh, different podcast um but yeah the 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 graphics are i'm not going to say they're terrible they really weren't terrible at least back in that time. If I were to fire up the game right now, it might look a little gaudy, but going from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 4, you, uh, I mean, yeah, you notice the difference in graphics, but with this game, it's not about the graphics. It's about how you actually play the game. And I, I like I said, I enjoyed this game. I love this game. If I could go ahead and put it on my PS4, I gladly would in a heartbeat. But yeah, um, now, aside from the graphics, the storyline was very intriguing. Because you have this homunculus trying to help you out. You don't know why it's trying to help you, but you just figure it's going to lead you to the answers that you're seeking. Henceforth, with the game endings and how you influence certain people. Like, there's a, there's a painter that doesn't believe in himself and... You basically try and help him gain his confidence back and he paints these awesome pictures or you help the baker uh with his uh with his his shop like he's missing something so you have to find it 
or this little girl's missing her teddy bear. So you go and find a teddy bear and help her out with the teddy bear. There's aside from the main conquest or the main storyline with this game, there's a couple little side quests that you can do. It, it the side quests actually helps you out with certain or gaining certain items so you can progress with the game. Um which really was intriguing to me because Yes, most games have that where you do a side quest and you can get more money or do this and that. No, this is you're legitimately helping someone. You're you're basically taking an item from point A to point B and then from point B you gain your item so you can help yourself from not dying in the present time that you're currently in. Now once and now now with the with the time frame or the time uh that it took for me to play this game when I first started playing, I think if we take aside from when I was in school at that time of me playing this game and uh, other little queries, I think it took me roughly about uh, two, two and a half to three days, somewhere along that lines. I mean, it's a relatively short game, but with the fact that you have those other alternate endings, it makes the game that much worthwhile. So two, two and a half to three days, you go ahead and start a new save file and you try and get like the A ranking or the B ranking. And like when I first played, I got the C ranking, which, you know, is to be expected when you play for the first time, unless it's uh, some other type of game where you are hacking slash and you get a, a, a grade for that. But so again, that's another podcast. I could dive deep into those games and tell you everything that I know. <laughs> but yeah, I love, like I said, love this game. I adore this game. Now, if you ever get a chance to try it, by all means, go on ahead. Don't take my word for it. I'm just passing along this wonderful knowledge about this actually awesome game that eventually I hope something like it will come out. Now, there's something like shadow of destiny but i can't compare it completely to this game um outlast is kind of like that except there's no means of time travel but there are you know you collect your items you progress a little bit further uh you try and stay alive but you know difference with outlast and shadow of destiny is of course time frames and graphics and you know what can happen to you in this game as opposed to what's going to happen to you in this game and uh it's a huge difference. I mean, if you played Outlast, yeah, it's um, the same concept, except you're uh, you kind of go on within a linear path to find your mean, find your way to figure out what's going on, why is it happening, and then you get the answers that you see. Now, aside from with uh, the Outlast series, Shadow of Destiny is kind of like it's kind of a simmered down, low, uh, low key laid-back type of game but with the time frame in course of it you know you're gonna have to do something uh you, you, you just find means to prolong the game and that's kind of what i did because as you're going through and finding these items you have to figure out how you're going to get these items so you can get um the the stuff you need to progress and to help other people in the game but yeah overall for a ranking style of this particular type of game, I'm gonna give it, I'll give it like a 7.5 out of 10. It was a really great game when it came out. 
I, like I said, you get a chance to play it, you know, dust off the uh, PlayStation 2 if you still own one, and give it a try. I mean, it's a huge difference from, you know, playing Gears of War, Call of Duty, um, Evil Within, you know. It's just, like I said, it's really relaxed. It's not for everyone, but it's really relaxed. So, yeah. That's that's what I have to say about that game. I love that game. <laughs> so, um, seeing that this is going to be a short one because this is a classic game, I'm going to cut it off here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. Uh, it's been a pleasure passing along the knowledge of certain video games that I can uh, uh, bring up or games I've enjoyed that I want other people to know about. So uh, this is uh, One Sharp Podcast. This is Nick signing off. Thank you, and uh, guys, take it easy, right? Thanks.